Welcome to Digital First Leadership, the podcast that focuses on helping leaders and teams understand how to master the language of social media in today's digital first world. Welcome to the show. I'm Richard Bliss, and I'm joined by my very good friend and fellow Richard in the world of LinkedIn and and, uh, everything that has to do with social selling, Richard Vanderblom. Richard, thanks for joining me. Yeah, and welcome. My pleasure, Richard. This is always fun. We're here to talk about in this episode of the podcast because you and I are working together on a book that covers and talks about basically LinkedIn for business and how it impacts social selling, how it impacts businesses, marketing, thought leadership, all of those aspects. Because as you and I both believe and we continue to preach and teach, LinkedIn continues to be the ultimate platform when it comes for business people. Wouldn't you agree? 100%. 100%. So what we're talking about, so you and I have decided that in 2023, we're going to be releasing our book. Hopefully it's coming out in this first quarter. We'll see uh, on the timing and everything. Both of you, have been, you, you and I have been very busy. So one question that always comes up is I get after you and I do a lot of presenting, a lot of teaching training, they're like, where can I get all of this information? And I'm like, well, I'll send you my presentation. And they're like, no, no, no. I just want it like in one place. And yeah. I think that's what that's what uh, motivated us to get together to write a book so that all that content, well, all's a big word, but it's in one place, right? How important is that, do you think? Uh, to me, to you, or to the audience? All of the above. Well, maybe it's very important. Uh, you know why? So I'm, I'm just, um, you know, I have been talking about releasing a book since four years. and And every time I find a reason not to do it because like, always busy with new trainings, new clients, and, and but uh, I get the question, the same question that you got. I get it a lot. Like, Richard, if you want to follow you, where? And I always say, just follow me on LinkedIn. And people go, yeah, but then I need to click and scroll. And I want to have it like something that I can touch, something that I can take with me to, I don't know, to the bedroom, whatever, whenever you want to take your books. Right. Um, so I, I was very thrilled uh, when you came up with the idea, also because of the topic, um, because it's going to give some insights and in how you can leverage LinkedIn, also content-wise to create new business opportunities, to create new growth. And since LinkedIn has now definitely entered, um, you know, the adult phase of the platform, adult stage of the platform, I think it's um, you need to step up your game in order to to still be successful via LinkedIn. I know we all know the massive in-mail spam waves we have during the pandemic. So you need to approach, engage in a different ways with your potential customers because otherwise um, you will not get any response anymore. And that's one of the things where I think this book comes in very handy. I agree because the research report that you have put out every year that, uh, that my company gets to help sponsor, that's incredibly useful data. But one of the things that we have been asked, you and I, is like, okay, now how do I put it into practice Exactly. And it's all about implementing. It's all about implementing. Yeah, exactly. It is. And so that's why the book is an opportunity of taking both the data that's available for free. You don't charge for it. Um, I don't charge for it. We give it away to our clients, our prospects, anybody who would like it. And it's been extremely uh, successful that way. But now it's like, okay, we're going to put it all together in a single place saying, with this data, here are the lessons you and I have learned uh, in between, you know, I'm here in the United States in, in Silicon Valley. You're in Europe. We're working with clients around the world, teaching them on a one-on-one basis. But this gives us the opportunity of talking to an even a bigger audience. 
Yeah, it does. And and one of the goals that I have, and I'm sure you agree with the book, is that it's not a book on the algorithm today because, you know, with all the changes and all the new features, it will probably be like outdated in six to nine months, but it will be a book to make you understand some of the rules of the algorithm, some of the rules of using a platform as LinkedIn in order for your lead generation process, for your client identification process. So it's more on a strategic level, but based on the data we recently found. So I think it's going to be uh, massively useful. I I agree. A couple of data points that uh, people might find useful. For example, one of the things out there, people are saying, well, the the, the algorithm's changing all the time. That is true. But the ultimate exactly. goals are, are still there. Begin conversations, right? Open up the opportunity of doors of opportunity. Introduce you to prospects and customers. These are the same goals that people have. Build an awareness. And so one of the things that I often teach and that you uh, agree with, and that is Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, they're all driven by a advertising revenue model, right? Get as many mm-hmm. people to see your dumb content and then get enraged by it and yell at each other back and forth and Facebook makes money. But on LinkedIn, that doesn't work. And so what we do is we say, look, you have the opportunity of starting a conversation. The techniques and tactics you're using on Facebook exactly will we'll fail here on LinkedIn. Here's how to use the techniques and tactics of the algorithm in such a way that your prospects begin to engage with you long before you send a connection request, right? Exactly. Yep. Doors of opportunity opened with your clients because they see you doing your job, talking about what you're good at, participating in conversations. These are the types of things that have become so invaluable that you and I have both presented to our clients around the world, which is why I think it's so uh, useful for us to kind of put them down in writing in a single location so that people can, can engage with that and have a reference to that information. Exactly. And it's not only based on the data of the report or research, but it's also based on, I think, our vast experience we both have working for many years with with, with clients, Marcon, Silts, yeah. because I, I can come up with like, I don't know, 50, 60 best practices. And I'm talking about big companies that had changed the way how they use LinkedIn content-wise in order to increase lead generation, in order to um, engage with customers and many of them, the majority has been very successful in implementing the lessons of the data we provide. So, um, you know, if you don't, if you don't take our word for it, take the word of the clients that have been successfully implementing it. And, and, you know, it's, 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 maybe it's the LinkedIn Bible. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's, uh, the LinkedIn so high. I think there's a book called the LinkedIn Bible. It's terrible. I don't think it's actually is very it? good at all. Is it? Oh, I okay. think I think there is. But here's the challenge. Most of the books we pick up on LinkedIn, what do they cover? What do they talk about? I'm going to answer my own question. They talk about how to find a job, how to make your profile look good, how to use this as your CV resume, right? They talk about LinkedIn from a very different world than the clients that you and I work with. We talk to people who are like, look, I don't, I'm not looking for a job. I'm looking for a prospect, a client, and the spamming techniques I've used in the past aren't working. Yeah, no kidding, right? So here is a way for you to crack open that door. I had a I had a sales rep email me a little while back, who said they it, they deployed some of the strategy that we teach around LinkedIn, and they got 
they sent me an email and said it took them one day of implementing these strategies and a prospect of a major corporation cold called the sales rep. Instead of the sales rep doing the cold calling to the prospect, the prospect cold called the sales rep because of the way they began to engage with them on LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, that's some of the transformational nature that you're talking about that the businesses you and I work with. So I'm very excited about that. What would be a, a what would be another piece of information that's kind of that's counterintuitive that you think that people use from the other social media platforms that just simply spectacularly fail on LinkedIn? Got anything off the top of your head? Uh, I think not specifically because I don't spend a lot of time on the other platforms. What what I do know is that there are still people, and I don't know if it's whether it's on time or budget-wise, that they are repurposing content that has been worked on the other platforms without adapting it to the LinkedIn tone of voice, the LinkedIn ecosystem. Um, so what would, be some of, what would be some of those adaptions that they need to make as they, as they bring it over from another platform? Like TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Idiot. It's difficult to say because it also depends on what is what is your business, who's your target audience. But um, I think that I I think like we all know that uh, people do not spend as much time on LinkedIn as on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, the average session I I can't remember my own data, but I think it was approximately a minute. And yeah, people very scroll about twelve twelve posts and then they're gone. Which on Facebook and Instagram, people spend half an hour easily because the content is like it's loud. It's visual, it's images, it's video, and LinkedIn. So I think one of the things is that you need to be aware how to attract the attention of the person that is scrolling in a very limited amount of time and to stop on your post and to start engaging with your post. So that's the first thing. How do we make people and so, stop scrolling and how do we make people find our posts? And so that's a very valid point because traditionally people are going to say, oh, I need to make a really creative image and I need to make a video and that's going to get them to stop. And we know probably not on LinkedIn. I don't have time to spend four or five minutes looking, watching your video. I don't have, I don't have time for no. that. And it's also the perception and the reason people are not on LinkedIn to watch uh, three, four videos of people, I don't know, cook a cake, do a dance. I mean, the, the whole ecosystem is different. Uh, I always say in my trainings, like, if I have in the introduction and people say, like, nah, I don't spend a lot of time on LinkedIn because I don't do social media. My, my, my response by default is, I'm glad because LinkedIn is no social media. It's a business tool. So if you don't like social media, put aside Instagram, Facebook. I'm not going to ask you to be, become active there, but LinkedIn is no longer. It's, it's a business tool. Your clients are there. Your buyers are there. Your potential hires are there. And so you have a choice, you know, jump in and become active, engage, identify, approach people, or just say like, nah, social media is nothing for me. I was presenting last week to a group of individuals, and these are uh, very successful people in the public uh, space. One of them has received in excess of 1 billion views on YouTube. They are... Oh very successful on YouTube. Yet when we looked at their LinkedIn profile, they had 1,200 connections on LinkedIn and they get about 100 to 200 impressions on every post they put out on LinkedIn. On YouTube, they live, they dominate. And they just, even as they talked to me, they said, Richard, I just, 
yeah, LinkedIn's just not working for me. So at the beginning of my presentation, I simply had them make a post, followed some simple rules that are in the algorithm. And by the end of my presentation, I went back to that individual in front of the audience. How many impressions have you received on that post? And he'd received 5,000 impressions on the post. Actually, it just happened in the first day. More than he'd ever received on LinkedIn. Now, it's not the 1 billion he gets on YouTube. Nah, we're five, it's, five, it's a good start, no? It's an excellent start because also those 5 billion on YouTube, he's entertaining. He's a very entertaining individual. Those those five, those one billion, but those 5,000 on LinkedIn, those are potentially paying customers who have money and interest in paying him to come do for them the job that he is in. And so it was a perfect example of, because he kept just sending YouTube links over and nobody watched them, even though everybody's watching them over on the YouTube side of the house. So it's a perfect example of sometimes we're very successful on one social media channel, as you just said, but if we just poured it over, LinkedIn's going to shut it down and not prevent not a, well, this is what I say, Richard. So many businesses are trying to use LinkedIn as a dumping ground for their marketing content. Yeah. Right? That's what they do on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. And LinkedIn's like, eh, we will not allow you to do that. And that's why they don't have success, not because their content's not any good, but because it's not appropriate for this platform. And so that's something very yeah. important to remember. It's not fitted for the platform, indeed. Yeah, yeah. It's not. All right. Well, I'm very much looking forward to continuing. We have the the first draft is is done. We're working on a second draft now uh, as we're moving forward. We haven't decided on the title yet. It'll be interesting to see what we come up with uh, with the title for that. But it'll be interesting also from our audience, the uh, your audience, my audience, what their feedback is and input what they'd like to see in this book as we continue to get closer to, to f- finalizing it and publishing it. So I'll be interested to hear the feedback from the audience. Oh, I will. I will. So, so I will create a post if we, if, if we, if you're watching this video, but I'm probably in the post that comes with this video, I will ask you some questions to provide me with feedback on our ideas to come up with a, a provocative or great title. And, uh, yeah, let's see what the audience comes up with. That'll work. You'll see it on Richard's LinkedIn. You should be watching it on Richard Vanderblom's LinkedIn profile as well as on my own and we'll look forward to hearing from all of you thanks for listening and thanks for the time and support that everybody has given us here on uh, on the podcast and as we've worked together and we always enjoy the commentary and the feedback that we receive from all our clients richard also thank you very much for joining me it's always a, a pleasure thank you for uh, organizing it thank you richard speak soon You've been listening to Digital First Leadership, the podcast where you learn to leverage and build your expertise on digital platforms. For more valuable tips on mastering the language of social media, subscribe to our newsletter at blisspointconsult.com. If you'd like to stay in touch, feel free to add Richard on LinkedIn and join the conversation.